Welcome back to South Florida Sunday, sharing it with you. And right now, I'm joined by Marlene Mejia, the CEO of The Soup Kitchen, who is celebrating their 40th anniversary. That's exciting. Welcome to the show, Marlene. Thank you so much for having us, Serena. Um, yeah, we're very excited about our 40th. Yeah, this is amazing. And like, I'm sure most people have heard of The Soup Kitchen in some way, but there are still some people that don't really know what you accomplish every single day. Can you kind of tell us more about your organization? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So uh, we have been in West Boynton area for 40 years, like I said, and um, we are so much more than serving soup in the main. Um, the organization serves over 1,100 hot meals every single day. Wow. Um, we also distribute almost 800,000 grocery bags of food annually and serve over 100 homebound seniors a day with our Meals on Wheels program. Uh, we also have a taking care of our babies program that mm-hmm. provides diapers and wipes and formula to needy moms. So we covered everybody from, you know, newborn with diapers to uh, 105-year-old uh, homebound um, seniors. <laughs> wow, that is a great mm-hmm. amount of people that you serve every single day. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. And the numbers keep steadily going up. I mean, it, it, it's not, not a joke. I mean, uh, just from last month to this month, we are serving over 100 people a day over the, wow. the, the normal amount. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that you're getting more and more people that you're serving every single day? Um, the recession, the mm. uh, inflation, um, people are still not back on their feet after the uh, right. uh, pandemic. Uh, we have we see people every day trying to make their ends meet, you know, with, with their checks. You know, it's not enough. They go to the mm. store and it's not enough. Uh, a box of diapers is $50, yes. you know, right there. And um, they they just don't make enough to make a living and we are there to help them out to supplement the food the diapers the uh the meals uh, whatever it is that we do to to help them out and make them have a little bit better quality of life so you have really long lines in the mornings which really speaks to the need for people in this community but who are you seeing in the lines like are you seeing veterans or mothers and children you know so 100% of the people that are in the line are underprivileged, mm. uh, under underserved. And um, we see everybody from uh, kids that go to high school to um, young adults who are, you know, don't have a job or cannot find a job. We have moms with their kids. We see, um, we look out the window. We don't even have to watch TV to what to know or radio to know that there's something going on because our yeah. numbers just keep increasing. But we don't judge. We don't ask for any information when they come through the door. So well, whoever's yeah. there, they get our, our food and our service. That is such an amazing policy because it's already hard to ask for help. But imagine asking for help and then getting questions on whether you need it or not. But I found this interesting. The summer months, they're the hardest to generate money and food donations. Why is that? Well, volunteers and donors go up north to get away from the heat yeah. or they go away on vacation and what happens is they you know they kind of put us to the side until the, the fall where everybody starts you know giving back right. but we noticed that this year the summer started early for us um you know that the farms are not growing things because it's too hot down here so we don't get those okay. kinds of donations uh, a lot of more charities are opening up so they're you know the donations from from all the restaurants and and, and places are are just you know dwindling more especially donations in, in money you know we we need them to run our programs we need them to 
to make our our lives easier to to be able to help out people, but it, they are dwindling. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. I was also thinking that people in the summer they're not really even thinking about um, mm-hmm. people in need. In December and January, you're, you're yeah. like, oh, it's yeah. a holiday season, and they don't have things. But in the summer, there's not really a holiday like that where you, people are thinking like, oh, people still need food. <laughs> And like like we say, Sharina, uh, we kids do not take potty breaks. <laughs> we 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 cannot just not give them, you know, the diapers. And people people need need food to eat. That's why we're open every day. Yeah. So yeah, it it becomes a little bit of a of a challenge. No, I definitely understand. But I think the chef Pete he kind of makes it a little bit easier for you. I heard he's a superstar in the kitchen. Oh, everybody <laughs> loves Chef Peter. Um, he's been with us uh, as a staff member for three years. He was here prior to the pandemic, but during the pandemic, believe it or not, we only had at one point three volunteers, and we are a volunteer-driven organization. Thank God for our volunteers. But during the pandemic, there were sometimes three, and he was one of them. And mm-hmm. he would mop the floor and oh, go wow. to work and in the kitchen. And the best thing of him is that he can make do with whatever comes in the truck. So yeah. whatever donation we receive, that's going to be in the food menu for the next day, uh, whether it's for meals on wheels or for delivery or, or for whatever we give out uh, at the kitchen. So he makes magic happen. Yeah, <laughs> and does. they're brand new menus every single day, right? <laughs> every single day. You, I mean, we're making great soups and we're making delicious food and it's all fresh. And, and we have our herb garden that we had uh, donated a while ago. Um, it's wonderful because we really are making things out of from scratch and (laughs) everything is recycled and repurposed and uh, we save a lot of food from going to waste every every day that is that is pure talent because I I can tell you right now (laughs) I'm always looking for ideas on what to cook for dinner or lunch or whatever so that is talent every single day he has a new meal that is that is amazing yes he's a wonderful chef and he has a great heart and we are so blessed to have him yes and it's also amazing that you guys only have four full-time employees like how are you able able to feed all these families and individuals you said like you uh you have volunteer team yeah so we are volunteer driven so we have about 300 uh, volunteers who help us out like even in the kitchen um uh, peter is one of our staff but you know he has awesome uh, staff that goes under him and they are all volunteers who who come in and they're so reliable you know come in at four or five o'clock in the morning and and the food is ready by nine o'clock when we open so that is a huge 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 um, advantage to us and 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 blessing and um, we're super super efficient and the reason why i'm saying that is we make it happen with four staff paid members and um, seven part-timers, including the drivers. So, yeah, we make it we make it happen. Uh, Ninety-four cents of every dollar that goes back into the programs gets spent, you know, on, on the program. So we are really efficient at what we do, um, low staff numbers and a huge impact from the volunteer community. That is amazing. Um, so are the volunteers required to kind of like come and help out every single day or are they kind of free to make their own schedules? How does that work? Yeah, they're, they're free. They're free to choose their dates. I mean, sometimes we have one person that might, might come and volunteer once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some that are here three times a week. Wow. Um, um, their hours are seven in the morning to 12 noon. Those are our working hours, and uh, we don't ask too much. You know, it really a couple of things that, that need to be get talked about before they come in. They, we have our pre-shifts every morning so they know what's going on in the mm. world and with us, and uh, we just um, have a wonderful, wonderful uh, 
people that come in and great attitude. That's the first uh, number yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. To have a great attitude. <laughs> yeah, that does actually make a difference. Trust me. <laughs> Yes, it does. Uh, so besides volunteering their time, how else do volunteers kind of provide services to Soup Kitchen? So we have volunteers that are on the board. We have volunteers that help with events. We okay. have volunteers that uh, come in and take care of uh, the yard or the, uh, the outside. Uh, we have some that work from home and, and do, you know, clerical work for mm, us. Okay. Um, so all skills are needed. Absolutely. And we also have about 150 Meals on Wheels delivery people oh, wow. who uh, help us out every day to deliver meals to the Meals on Wheels homebound seniors. And that happens Monday through Friday. And it's only take, I don't know, about um, an hour and a half to two hours on one day out of a week that, mm. you know, they, they, they do this for us. And it's wonderful. They, they get so much reward to out of helping out people that are by themselves. You know, they have nobody to talk to or to, to change right. a light bulb. And it's just companionship. Yeah, I was going to ask because like you said that you were in Boynton Beach, but you can yeah. kind of service people all across water, right? We uh, we service uh, food-wise everybody in Palm Beach County. And again, if, if you're coming from the north and you want to stop by and have a meal, not a problem. Uh, the only requirement for the Meals on Wheels is that they have a Boynton Beach address. That is only for Meals on Wheels. Okay. And then for the, for the otherwise, we do not ask for any other information. Uh, so anyone can volunteer, right? Anybody can volunteer. Yes, ma'am. That is amazing. Now, another crucial program that you guys are over is taking care of our babies. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, taking care of our babies started in 2008, and we saw the need in the moms, the, the lack of you know education that there that there was presented, and we take care of providing them with diapers. Oh, wow. um, before the pandemic, we were teaching them English as a second language. We were taking their kids to the side and teaching them English as a second language. Now those kids are teaching their parents, you know, how to speak, <laughs> which is really interesting. Uh, at this point, we have not gone back to the education part because we're just trying to get through the pandemic and, and mm-hmm. expansion. So we will go back to that at some point in the, in the near future. Yeah, but every uh, aspect of you helping someone, you you give them a brighter future. So that's amazing. Yes. And then you have another program, Lift Up. I know you're excited to talk about that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, it's our baby this year. <laughs> um, so Lift Up uh, came about because there is a need in the county for young adults, 18 to 25, who are aging out of the foster care system or are or living without the birth parents. In other words, right. they're living with a grandma. They're living on a couch of a friend. They're crashing onto somebody's, you know, uh, uh, living room. So what we decided to do is since our forte is uh, culinary, the, the mm-hmm. food, and our chef Peter is uh, certified, we are providing classes for a 12-week period to oh, about wow. 10 kids at a time, or I call them kids, but they're young adults, like I said <laughs> before. Um, and we're teaching them how to survive with basic culinary, you know, very okay. basic kitchen skills. Yeah. Basic? So, they're going to be like the greatest chefs on the planet if is uh, the rumors about Chef Pete are right. <laughs> that's sweet. That is very sweet. I'm going to let him know. <laughs> and uh, so... So once they learn, we also would like them, we, our slogan says feeding the heart, mind, and body. Mm-hmm. So we feed them, number one. You know, mm-hmm. you need a, you, basic needs. You need to be fed. Oh, number absolutely. two, the mind. We take care of the wellness. We teach them yoga. We teach them relaxation. We teach them visualization. We teach them 
how to put together a resume, how to go mm. to an interview. All of this is donated by volunteers who have had experience in the past with these. These are professionals. Um, oh, wow. And then topped off with the culinary part that the chef Peter teaches them. At the end, they come out with a, uh, a certificate, a food handling certificate, so they can get a better job at a right. restaurant or a you know hotel or what have you. And we try to place them in places that we know, that we have contacted with. Wow, they're really getting a well-rounded education here from you guys. <laughs> yes, and the biggest, the biggest part and the biggest, uh, I would say, cost involved in all of this is we understand that these young adults usually do not have rights. They do yeah. not have cars. Mm-hmm. So we are Ubering. We're paying for them oh, wow. to be Ubered to our location. So that's where funding, you know, goes to a lot of it. A lot of it goes to, to transportation to, um, mm-hmm. to get them into us. And then we transport them back and everything and give them, give them meals, give them uh, toiletries, whatever they need to get, in, get along and make their lives better. Wow, that that is such an amazing program. I'm just like I'm in awe. I I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh no, we always invite we always invite people to come over because it really makes a difference. You know, usually people think, oh, soup kitchen is a little tent, mm-hmm. you know, out there, and they're passing out this uh, food that looks like you know oatmeal. No, yeah. we 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 have good menus and we treat people very well. We always stay at the soup kitchen. You never know what side of the counter you may be on at a certain right. stage in your life. Therefore, we treat everybody with compassion and dignity. That and is absolutely respect. true. And, and you know, it, 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 again, it's why we do not ask why people are there. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard enough to be there to yes. ask for food and ask for, show, ask for anything. Uh, we are there to provide it without any further um, questions. Yeah, that is definitely the hardest part is asking for help. Yeah. Um, and- now, the soup kitchen gets zero money from the government. So how yes, are you funding all of these programs? Well, we, we do grant writing, but we, uh, we rely on private donations, 100%. Um, so, you know, we ask people in the neighborhoods. We, have, we ask companies. We go to foundations. We try to get as much as we can from them because every little program takes a lot of money to be ran. Right. You know, people think sometimes they say, oh, so do you pay uh, electricity? Like, yeah, well, just like everybody else, you know, we don't get a special discount right. because we're a charity, you know, but we have to pay our bills, too. And though, unfortunately, you know, we have to Uber them. We have to transport them. You know, we have to have money for that. Yeah. So um, well, there's a lot of elements that really go into all these programs to, you know, give everyone a well-rounded the things that they need. Correct. Um, Correct. So speaking of help, uh, how can someone learn more about the Soup Kitchen's resources and kind of get more involved in it? So if they want to um, come come to us. We are in West Boynton Beach. Uh, we would love to show them around, give them a tour, see how think, how can they help us, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, some people come up with great ideas. Um, volunteering Monday through Saturday, they can call us and, and set up an appointment to come in. We don't need much from them, uh, but we need volunteers in the summer. Uh, usually 17 and older. Okay. Uh, we try to be very safe in the kitchen, so we, we, we do handle a lot of high school kids. And we love having them too. We love having the uh, like the nurses from the Palm Beach State, or you know, mm-hmm. that FAU, and you know, the local students also. Uh, by calling us at five six one seven three two seven five nine five, 
or also by visiting our website where they can donate at thesoupkitchen.org. What an amazing program. Thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all of these resources with our audience. Thank you, Sharina. Thank you very much for having us.